Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to DA Rockstars. I am your host, Rhonda Holman. I've been a dental assistant for almost 20 years, and I've learned a thing or two along the way. Here's what I know. This podcast is for you, average dental assistant who wants to up their game to rockstar status. We are banding together to do better and be better, so get ready to catch some pearls. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of DA Rockstars. I am your host, Rhonda Holman, and I thought this week would be a great opportunity to talk about fraternization in the dental office. I see it come up a lot, and I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to talk about both sides of the coin, right? The pros, the cons, the do's, the don'ts. It's such a great area, and I think we all have our own opinions, but let's highlight some of the things that either can be positive from uh, being with your coworkers outside of the dental practice and some of the negatives. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into the pros, the positives of spending time with your coworkers outside of the dental office. Um, I think it's super important, especially if you guys have found your forever dental home and you are emotionally invested in it to see it through the end until retirement, you really need to have some relationships set up. Of course, there's boundaries, right? You don't want to cross any lines. You don't want to have... (laughs) hopefully you don't want to have a romantic relationships but you want to be able to respect each other on a personal level outside of the office so that when times do get hard in the office you guys can lean on each other because here's what I know I was in the military right and during boot camp you spend 24 hours a day seven days a week with a group of people and what that did was make us fundamentally understand teamwork. You were only as strong as your weakest link. You knew who to count on, you know, whose whose strengths were what and whose weaknesses were what. It builds this sense of compassion for each other that I don't think that you can get in the real world unless you invest a little bit of your time in being with your team and socializing with them. You know, getting to know them. What are their kids' names? Do they have dogs? Uh, What's their favorite TV show? It doesn't have to be in-depth. Like, you don't need to know (laughs) the psychology behind their personality. Like, you you don't need to know that. What you do need to know is that when you go into that dental practice tomorrow, you know that you guys are a team. You're well-oiled. If you're having a rough day, you know that you're going to have people there helping you pull weight. And vice versa, right? So I think establishing a relationship with your coworkers is important. I just, I don't want you guys to go to your dental office and have to worry about another stressor. 
you know, does so-and-so not like me or there was a click and they were hanging out or I didn't get invited like that. Clearly, (laughs) if some of these people are feeling this way, there is a reason. Like developing personal relationships is a big deal. Even if you say it's not, it is a big deal because it's really going to help you guys stick together through the hard times, through the good times, be more productive. You'll respect each other more. You will establish these relationships, especially here's the deal, guys. Dentistry is a niche market, right? (laughs) We are a different breed, if you will. And sometimes we enjoy talking about stuff that relates to dentistry, right? You can't do that with regular Joes. You know, this guy down the street, you know, he changes oil for a living. If I try and ask him about what he thinks about the new regulations with pre-meds, he's going to look at me with, you know, deer in the headlights look. So I know what I'm passionate about and I like to flock towards others that have the same passion that I do. So start with your office first. Establish relationships. Get to know each other. You know, it doesn't have to be a lot. <laughs> you don't, I mean, some people just do it at Christmas. You know, they just, they have their holiday party and that's good. And that keeps them suited for the whole year to where they respect each other, they're compassionate towards each other, and uh, they're really productive, right? Others, I think it's really important. Here, ooh, I have a great example. Um, of course, I, I got really, really lucky. Uh, my dentist had a great hiring picker, uh, just knew exactly what type of personalities went well together because it really is a recipe. And uh, last night... We got together as a staff. I think we were missing one staff member at a coworker's house and had game night. <laughs> it was amazing. We had the employees, we had the doctors, the hygienists, the dental assistants, and their spouses and kids. And it wasn't extravagant. It cost no one any money other than the gas to get to one another's house. But it was fundamental in building relationships that are going to last you until retirement. We just goofed off together. We we feel like an extended family. And I think that's really helpful in the practice to be more productive, to be more efficient, and to be compassionate towards each other. And just, it's just, it's amazing. <laughs> it, it, it didn't take much. And it was a, and it was a really fun event. Just playing games, you know, we got to talk about it for a week whenever we weren't talking about patients. What are your favorite games? What kind of appetizer you want to bring? These are all things that um, help you develop these relationships and get to know each other better. And I, I highly suggest it, even if it's not game night, just go bowling. Or um, I have to go grocery shopping. You want to come? Or why don't we catch a ride together to the CE? It doesn't take much. And here's what I really want to emphasize. If you are going to invest in your team and take the time to know them on a personal level, try to avoid clicks. (laughs) You guys know what those are, right? So that's where there's maybe two or three individuals in the team that gravitate towards each other and alienate the rest. That's not helpful. That's toxic. I get that maybe if you're a hygienist and your other hygienist becomes your best friend and you guys do everything together, finish each other's sentences, you know, go on vacation together. I I get that, but just don't make it alienating. <laughs> so have that relationship, but don't um, go to the extreme to where 
other team members feel like, oh, no, because, you know, paranoia, it creeps in, right? And so (laughs) this dental assistant's walking along and these two hygienists are whispering, could be completely innocent, right? They could be just be like, oh, my gosh, yes, I had an ingrown toenail, too. That's all it could be. But here's what happens is if that relationship is so clicky and makes others feel awkward, they're going to think the worst. That poor dental assistant walking by is going to think, oh, hygienists are talking about me again. I know I didn't bag their room and turn it over as fast as I should have. Or, you know, it just, (laughs) it creates this weird animosity. So if you can, make it a rounded effort to be a part of every team member's lives instead of just one or two. Uh, Because it can really backfire on you. Even if you do have favorites, which is totally normal. I mean, we're humans, right? You just want to make sure that you invest your time in all of the team members too. So that, you know, I was in the military, right? And um, the really unique part about that was when I was in boot camp, you spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week with these individuals. You are as strong as your weakest link. You, did I say link? Link. Yeah, link. (laughs) And you depend on each other and you support each other and you end up in each other's lives. And this is good. This is good. (laughs) Just being in a relationship where you count on somebody and you know that on a personal level, if they don't hold up their end of the bargain, it is going to hurt you and they don't want to do that. I don't, if that's the, you know, I'm not a psychologist, but I'm trying to convey that when you have a relationship with your coworkers outside the clinic, I think it's really helpful for just efficiency and production and um, flow. I think there's, and, <laughs> and here's the good news. Being more productive is good. It's less stuff that you guys have to talk about. Okay, here's, <laughs> here's a great example. Let's say you do develop a relationship with a coworker. And all you guys want to do is talk about random stuff when you're at work. That's not good. That's not productive. That's not professional. So carving out a chunk of time to be with your teammates and having these conversations outside the clinic so that when you are at the clinic, you are ready to fire, right? You are productive and there, you know, there's no need for chatter because you're like, okay, we've already taken care of this, right? I already told you about Johnny's new shoes, right? Okay, yeah, done. <laughs> and so you're, you're just, when you carve out that time, um, you're able to separate church and state, if you will. Now, let's talk about <laughs> some of the cons. Here's the deal. Okay, so when you do spend time with your team outside of the practice, and you guys do end up being like a second family to each other, Unfortunately, some of the side effects are loss of respect. I know. Just not, not, not personal respect because clearly you like each other. Um, but it's loss of your um, professional respect. So a lot of times what will happen is instead of calling your dentist by their title, you end up accidentally calling them by maybe their first name in the practice where patients can hear. And uh, that's just a side effect. As long as you know in the back of your head, this, yes, her name is Stephanie. Okay. I call her Stephanie when we're 
doing this and that and this and that outside of the practice. But in the practice, she's Dr. Smith, no matter what, period and dot, because you need to make sure that you look professional towards your patients. And especially when it comes to certain positions, like they've, they've earned it. They put in the time and the money and the effort to be whatever it is that they're, whether the hygienist or a dentist or a specialist or even, you know, anybody, anybody, you know, you've taken the time to get to know them, but just make sure that you still show them respect in the office. Because I, I see that happen and it's sad. It's not professional and it makes the team overall, you know, just not look as sharp. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's another, another negative to developing relationships with your coworkers. <sighs> Backdoor drama. <laughs> yep. Okay, so what I mean by this is, unfortunately, when you do invest emotionally, sometimes emotionals, <laughs> emotions aren't positive. Sometimes there can be drama. Uh, unfortunately, we are all humans and maybe a relationship goes south. Oh, you know, and that's why I, you want to avoid the little clicks. But if you didn't, <laughs> and you didn't overall spend time with the entire team, and you and a coworker end up not, um, you know, something happens. Who knows? Uh, let's see, a good scenario would be, you know, my car broke down, and I needed a new starter, and the other dental assistant loaned me 400 bucks to get a new starter for my car so that I could get from A to B. And I told her <laughs> that I would pay her back in 30 days. So it's now been 70 days, <laughs> and I haven't paid her a dime. What happens at office? At the office? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Animosity, anger, resentment. You know, that other dental assistant is really ticked off at you because she went out of her way. He or she went out of her way to help you out financially, which I, by the way, just is like a um, pearl of my own. Don't lend money to family or coworkers. <laughs> this is never good. There's a reason there's a bank. There's a reason there's small personal loans that aren't affiliated with a person per se behind them and an emotion. <laughs> But there's situations like that that do happen. So when you're at work and it's high stressed and you've got this weird drama going on outside of the office and you bring it into the office, it's not productive, it's not professional, and it's not efficient. So if you're ever in doubt, use common sense. Understand that there's relationships that you should have with your teammates, but make sure that they're professional in a sense that respect is there. You know, you're not in each other's lives to such an extent that it spills over into the practice. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode. And as far as takeaway for this guy goes is I was fairly vague. Every scenario is going to be different. Every office is going to have their own um, charisma, if you will, about it. But I think the, the important part is you understand that if you're going to play like a team, you have to be a team. And sometimes being a team means investing in people on a personal level so that you can respect them, you can be more efficient, and you can be more productive. Here's a great way to just kind of ease into that, right? 
let's say your office is trying to be the team instead of a staff, <laughs> which Julie likes to refer to as an infection. Uh, and you're trying to go above and beyond to build these skills together, right? A really great tool is Messenger or text, like do a group text, because what it does is it helps build these relationships, you know, kind of baby steps, if you will. If you're on a group text and maybe somebody shares a joke or an educational link or something that brings you guys together outside of the office, I think that is a great starter, um, you know, before you go to CEs or before you decide to have a bowling night or before you decide to invite all of your coworkers to your son or daughter's first birthday. I don't know. It helps us. Maybe it'll help you. But until next week, keep on suctioning.